I'm so fucking mad that I couldn't get my Teddy Roosevelt bus. That's the best statesman that there is. <laughs> best fuck boy. I had a dream that we killed people last night. Like me and you? Yeah. Right, I'll throw this toaster in the pool that I'm in. Ryan, I fucked up. Damn it, Albert. The Statesman Podcast. Welcome to the Statesman Podcast. I am Albert. I am Ryan. And this is our first episode. It is. Technically. Uh, officially. So I guess, yeah, let's just be upfront. I guess we'll say we did record this episode uh, originally and it was bad. It it was not structured. <laughs> that was how we learned what our structure will be, though. Yeah. So so technically this is like our fourth episode, but it was supposed to be our first episode. And now it's the official first episode. So let's go ahead and explain what we're going to be talking about here on this podcast, Ryan. America. America. The United of States. Or, uh, yeah, the little sub-Americas known as states. Yeah. Uh, we are going to kind of do some deep dives on the 50 states here in America, in the United States. And we're just going to look up, you know, some interesting facts and uh, just talk about stuff going on in them. And one of us is very good at research and learning things. And the other... <laughs> the other doesn't know how to read. <laughs> we won't say who, but... <laughs> you figure it out. You see if you can figure out who is the genius and who is Albert. Uh, by the end of this episode. But let's go ahead and just dive into it. On today's episode, number one, we're going to be starting with... Uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, where the... Where, it, it's kind of mids. <laughs> State's kind of mids, if I'm being honest. Oklahoma but, is mid. Literally, we're in the middle of the country. Yeah, uh, but it's where we both live. Um, Unfortunately. We were from... We're, we were originally born in Iowa and California, and... Uh, well, we'll do those later. That's going to be like episode <laughs> two and three. Um, but first, we're just going to get we're going to do the one that we know the best, Oklahoma. Uh, so, yeah, episode one, we're going to start here with Oklahoma, uh, also known as the Sooner State uh, for reasons that we'll go over later. Boomer. OK, Boomer. Um, <laughs> I don't even watch football. <laughs> same. Uh, let's see. Oklahoma means uh, land of the red people Ooh. in Choctaw. What? I just stubbed my toe. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Choctaw, which is an Indian tribe, one of the uh, it, it, Native American culture is a pretty big thing here in Oklahoma yeah. uh, for reasons that we'll also get into later. <laughs> and uh, our population is, at last census, 3,986,000. Jeez. Uh, yeah, quite a... Yeah. Actually, I have no frame of reference of how many people that actually is. Almost four million. Well, okay, no, I, <laughs> like I'm trying to think. I'm like, is that big for a state this size, or is that small for a state this size, or is it average? It's probably about average for a <clears throat> midwestern state. Yeah, there's a lot of empty land out here that just has like one farmhouse for twenty square miles. Oh yeah, some are way more empty though. Like New Mexico, it's I think New Mexico is like mostly uh, government owned land. Sick. But uh, so Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, yeah was settled by the Plains Apache tribe uh, during the... All right, so pre-European contact, Oklahoma was settled by the Plains Apache tribe. Um, and then it was claimed by the U.S. during the Louisiana Purchase of 1803. Uh, it was settled by French colonizers during that time. Mm -hmm. Um 
And yeah, Louisiana Purchase, biggest land purchase of all time, I believe. We bought like the entire middle section of the U.S. for like $3 million from France. Which? Because they were down bad. But that's still insane to me. Like, yeah, that is so much land. Like, because the thing about like, if you were in Europe and you drove the same distance of like Oklahoma to what's the most northern state from us? Like North Dakota. You would drive through like five countries. Yeah. And but here you're still in the U.S. Yeah, that, that drive. That kind of distance is like unheard of in Europe for like a just a trip. But uh, I believe Napoleon was like driving France bankrupt with wars around nice. that time. So that's why they were so down bad for money. <laughs> they knew they couldn't like hold that section of the U.S. So they were like, you take it. The U.S. was just behind a tree rubbing their hands. Yeah. Like, oh, we got you, baby. Ooh. <laughs> Someone's about to get us some land. <laughs> We're going to grow so much cone. <laughs> it's cone. <laughs> so uh, after that, it became part of the Arkansas Territory. And uh, I'm not sure when in the chronology uh, Texas fits into this, but we owe uh, Oklahoma's unique meat cleaver shape to uh, Texas wanting to have slaves. Okay. If that makes sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> So uh, the Mason-Dixon line uh-huh. is a uh, longitudinal. Which one is latitude? Uh, I think longitude. That's latitude? I'm pretty sure. I thought it was the other way. It might be. But anyway, there's an east-west <laughs> line that was drawn around the time they were starting to figure out that slavery might not be the best thing to do to people. Go and they were like, all right, here's a compromise. Any new state established under this line in America, you can have slaves. Uh, But any state that goes over the Mason-Dixon line, no slaves. And Texas was like, well, well. (laughs) And they basically just cut off the very top of Texas and it became part of Oklahoma. So just because like that little, just because just the tip was (laughs) over that line, the whole state would have been. Yeah, no slaves. Oh, and they were so they wanted their slaves so bad. Like, gosh, darn it. We're not. They were like, we're going to give this land. Because we need our slaves. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so now Oklahoma has a little handle, the panhandle. Uh, and it's. Oh, my God. What? I just got that. What panhandle? Oh, my God. What would you think it meant? I. <laughs> I don't know. I never thought about it. I just knew that area. Oh, my. <laughs> <sighs> yep. OK, hold on. I need I need a minute. I need a minute. So, uh, yeah, if you look at a map of Oklahoma, you'll see that it's got just a big stick coming out of the side of it. (laughs) And uh, if we didn't have that, if Texas kept their slaves or wait, if Texas gave up their slaves, we would just be another extremely square Midwestern (laughs) state. Just like the rest of them. Yep. But we got the panhandle. Top 10 state, baby. Top 10, baby. Top 10 states for panhandles. Are there any other states with handles? Uh, I mean, Texas, technically. I think they call the top part of Texas the panhandle. Wow. Uh, Florida has a panhandle. Yeah. <laughs> states and podcasts, we're, here, we're all about handles, panhandles specifically. And love handles. Whoa. Hey, man. So You got to come at me like that. Oklahoma was part of the Arkansas Territory uh, after the purchase. Not officially a state, just part of a territory where 
I don't know, like mountain men, like Leonardo DiCaprio would go into to uh, hunt beavers and get mauled by bears. For for uh, some of our listeners who may not know out there, um, obviously I know, but you know, for people who don't know, what's yeah. the difference between a territory and like a state? Uh, I don't know. I think a territory is just like a country saying like, "Hey, this is ours. Don't settle here. That's ours." Oh, okay. But they're not. So it's like claimed land that hasn't been settled yeah there's not like enough people and enough settlements and governments to officially call it like a state gotcha. i guess not okay. enough history maybe i don't know fun facts with brian <laughs> on the statesman podcast so arkansas territory uh-huh. uh so around the 1830s uh the government started doing this silly little thing where they dislocated uh native american people from their homes and forced them to move away from where the white people are settling because white people didn't want to look at them and acknowledge their existence so this displacement Jesus. became known as the trail of tears uh because a lot of people died i think it was very cold a lot of people froze to death but yeah just thousands of native americans being forced to move off of their home to uh oklahoma you know, a state that's kind of historically tricky to farm. Uh, very hot in the summer. If you're like a northern tribe used to the uh, cooler climate, it's not going to be fun moving down here. I can attest to that. I'm from Iowa. It's freaking hot in this state. I'm from California. It's hot in this state. <laughs> and it's gross hot. It's not like a fun like, hey, let's go out and have a nice sunny day. No, it's like 98 degrees with a thousand percent humidity. Yeah. So uh, due to white people settling, uh, Native Americans were just given less and less land as the years went on until they were basically limited to just Oklahoma. And so from there, it, you know, historically, uh, we all know that white people were just like, all right, Native Americans, you have that land and now we're just going to never bother you again. And they lived peaceably uh together yep and that's how and that's america the end yep. thank you for joining the podcast that's it but what really happened so the dawes act in uh 1887 um let's see what did i write down from there it was actually a slow invasion of white cattle ranchers uh cattle herders and settlers uh in 1887 the dawes act um, further divided the native land for individual families. So instead of it just all being just this is all the native land, mm -hmm. they divided it into the structure that we kind of have today where it's like, all right, this these acres is this family's land. These acres belongs to this family. Um, so just further dividing it down to be less communal. Um, Sick. And then in addition to that, uh, it expropriated a lot of the native land back to the U.S. government, which was then given to railroad companies who uh, gave it to a lot of colonizers and more settlers until nearly half of the land in Oklahoma was owned by these railroad companies who gave it to white settlers. Uh, so then it, <laughs> and then got it gets worse, worse. <laughs> God. for them. Uh, so more and more land was taken by the government and by settlers. And uh, there were several land runs. I think there was a land run in 1890 or 1891. What is, what is a land run? 
it's basically uh where all the people who want to settle this land uh-huh. that is already settled uh get together at like a starting line and they basically blow a whistle at a certain time and they go settle and they just <laughs> all run they all just start rushing their wagons and their horses and just try and find a good little parcel of land to set up and just live just live off the land for a while oh so it's just like a uh like there's shopping sprees people get like for winning just shop till you drop but just with shop land. till you drop but yeah. land uh oh which gosh. brings us back to the state nickname the sooners um the sooners were people who basically cheated and uh snuck in ahead of everybody else to get their little plot of land claimed before anybody else could so our state nickname the sooner state uh our biggest football team the sooners are basically named after like historical cheaters and yeah so i was gonna <laughs> say is so when it was created was it create, created as a derogatory term or were they just like yeah we got there sooner because we're the sooners baby. i mean at the end of the day the sooners were still white settlers so they're just like yeah, <laughs> yeah take that land from nobody because it belongs to no one right now i w- will not acknowledge natives so so why why is everyone so proud of that name you know, in 1907, Theodore Roosevelt <laughs> officially incorporated Oklahoma as the 46th state of the union. Uh, and now we're 46 in education. Look at that. Yeah. Coincidentally, uh, the uh, incorporation of Oklahoma aligned with the oil boom um, of the early 20th century. Uh, and yeah, oil pretty much the biggest uh industry in oklahoma um oklahoma became known as the oil capital of the world around that time and uh yeah more recently there have been a lot of earthquakes because of the oil industry uh no ryan that's not why well we'll 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 break into fracking later (laughs) so uh (laughs) Once Oklahoma became settled by white people, it became the culture became very like cowboy oriented. I do like cowboys. Yeah, you do. Hey, wait, <laughs> whoa, hold on. Uh, the culture was pretty much dominated by country music and rodeo kind of stuff. Uh, rugged outdoorsmen. Um, and the early economy of Oklahoma was basically funded by um oil investments so government subsidies given to oil barons because that was just that was the industry at the time uh every car ran on oil gallons of oil got like a quarter mile to the gallon on gas and they were like nothing bad will ever come of this Hmm. (laughs) well 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 visiting the consequences of our own actions let's take the oil out of the ground put it in our cars and then the and then, yes, the cars will put it in the air and we'll breathe it. And the oil will make us powerful, too. I mean, I'm pretty strong. And I like to drive a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might be onto something here. Ryan, those guys had it. And they knew what they were doing. All right. Let's start drinking oil. And then we'll, uh, we'll check in with you on the next Statesman podcast and see how... How, see how much more powerful it makes us see what superpowers were granted listen man i've drank some cheap whiskey and it it might have just been gasoline so how did you feel were you powerful pretty powerful <laughs> <laughs> so like maybe we gotta try something i think we're onto something uh 
So around the time of the uh, economic boom of Oklahoma in the early 20th century, there was also an area known as the Greenwood District in Tulsa, which was one of the most thriving Afri African-American communities in the U.S. And white people hated it. <laughs> Ooh, they hated it. Because <laughs> it, it was a very like financially successful district. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the uh, African-Americans that lived there were more wealthy than a lot of their white neighbors. Um, okay. You I, love to see it. Well, I, I think I know what you're about to talk about, but I didn't want to spoil it. So I... I got excited that I knew something, so sorry. So white people were mad. Uh, they The situation escalated because white people couldn't just relax and be happy. And it turned into what is now known as the Tulsa Race Massacre, yeah. where basically it, white people marched into the Greenwood District and just slaughtered a whole gosh. bunch of people. And uh, I would go into public schools in Oklahoma. We were never taught anything about that. It's not part of the curriculum at all. Because why, I mean, you know, why, why would we teach the bad parts of history that make the yeah. state look bad? Yeah, exactly. But also, <laughs> I, I feel like I got to point out, just because you said white people, so you are, you are white people. Yeah. So it's not like we're the worst. You're, it's not like you're attacking other people. Like you're coming after <laughs> your own. So just throwing that out there. Yeah, man, we are just awful. I am not. But so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not hard to do your own research on the Tulsa race massacre, especially since uh, the American public education system will not uh, direct anyone towards that. Yeah, I was I, w I remember when I learned about it, when uh, it was like some special on some news station had come out. And at like 25, that was the first time I'd even heard that term, uh, the Tulsa, well, the well, they used to call it the Tulsa race riot. Um, because historically people love to, uh, label, label things like that a riot to, match, ah. to make it look like there was violence on both sides. Yeah, that tracks too. Same with how they called a lot of Martin Luther King Jr.'s protest riots when we now know that they definitely were not. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's crazy that, you know, I've lived in Oklahoma for, at this point, the majority of my life, and I'd never heard about that until I saw that special and then went and looked back and I was like, how was none of this taught. Like it happened in our own backyard and I, I'm just now hearing about this a quarter through my life. Yeah, they're still looking for a uh, ma uh, mass grave site. Oh my God. Oh, and and that's that's what I was gonna ask earlier is uh, wasn't when, was it a Black Wall Street is what they were called, what they called it? Yeah. Okay. That's, okay. Uh, that's Black Wall Street. Gotcha, okay. And uh, I lived in Tulsa for three years and I like vaguely heard about it, but I didn't even know where the district was. Um, the first I was there, the first time I was there was 2020. Um, I was working in news and we were covering the uh, Juneteenth event that they were holding there. Mm -hmm. And it was dope. Uh, all kinds of food vendors. They had a huge stage with a bunch of really good uh, music acts. Hell yeah. Uh, I forgot that guy. Jesse, not Jesse Jackson. There's an activist, a famous activist who came there and talked. I interviewed him. And then the very next day, I covered a Trump rally in Tulsa. So it was a very, uh, very sharp contrast. <laughs> it was very interesting. You see the extremes of both sides of society doing Jeez. that. It was an interesting experience. Didn't like a mass COVID outbreak happen at that rally or the yeah, Trump Her thing too? Herman Cain died. Yeah. <laughs> so like 
there we know like he caught COVID at that rally and straight up died. So we now call it the Herman Cain Award when you die of COVID after denying the danger of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it's right up there with the darwin awards so that happened uh and then the other probably most historical historically significant thing that happened in oklahoma was the oklahoma city bombing uh done by (laughs) albert's not happy that this is all negative it's not it's just like man like i know oklahoma doesn't have like the best history but like hearing it one after the other i'm just like Jesus, what yeah. is happening? People get bored in the Midwest. <laughs> I guess. Welcome to State's podcast. You know, lots of lots of laughs and uh, very downer story yeah. in this state. It's not going to get better. Looking at what else I have in my notes here. <laughs> All right, if I get, let's dive into but it. Let's run once back. we start talking about real states like Vermont and uh, <laughs> Delaware and stuff, it's going to be a lot more positive. Someone from Vermont's going to hear me laughing at that and be really <laughs> upset. I don't know anything about Dude, Vermont. It's just Ver- a funny name. Vermont's beautiful. That's where Bernie Sanders is from. Oh, nice. Okay. So uh, Oklahoma City bombing done by Timothy McVeigh in June, June, April, uh, 1995. April 18th? 19th. 19th. I know that because it's around my dad's birthday. Yeah. 95. Yeah. Um, I was in my mom's tummy. I was two. When it happened. And uh, this dude decided to blow up the federal building in Oklahoma City because he was, it it was done in retaliation of the... uh, uh branch davidian church i think that's what it's called i I feel really bad because like i can't offer any assistance (laughs) in this situation (laughs) in fact i'm sitting here like how do you just know things like you know so many things and i know so little things (laughs) branch i'm taking a quick break while ryan does a fact check and i'm gonna give you guys some asmr and talk about my day it's going pretty well um Albert, if you're listening to this, you'll probably want to cut this out later. But just in case you leave this in, hello to all the beautiful people listening. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on the State Through Podcast. Ryan is still trying to figure out. He wants to make sure he gives you guys accurate information. I am here for comedic relief. Waco. All right. So, yeah, it was done in Waco, Texas. Uh, the government uh, basically laid siege on this uh, religious compound for... Uh, I think it was a couple weeks and it ended in the government lighting the building on fire. Whoa. A lot of people died. It's up to debate whether or not the government lit the building on fire or if it was the church. I don't know enough about it to weigh in on that, but I know that the Oklahoma City bombing was done in response to that by this weirdo uh, militia kind of guy who uh, was insane. Um, A lot of people died. What was it? Like 120 something people died in that bombing. Again, man, I, I can offer zero <laughs> assistance here. Uh, so yeah, now Oklahoma City is. Uh, and blue. didn't it, didn't it like blow up a nursery too? That was yeah, like it was in the building. The, the majority of the people who died were like children. Um, oh my god, that's so depressing. Like, uh. yeah. So we learned a lot about domestic terrorism. That's one of the main like case studies uh, for domestic terrorism that a lot of people will refer to. And yeah, that's uh, the gist of the history of Oklahoma. Did anything good happen? Has anything, do we have anything to be proud of? Hmm. Man. Woody Guthrie's from here. Dope. He's a pretty cool guy. Garth Brooks. Eh. Oh. (laughs) I like Garth Brooks. (laughs) 
uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll find something positive as we uh, keep going. I hope so, because <laughs> uh, like I can't blame someone if they're listening to this and they just have to stop. It's like they're like, I love the information, but uh, I'm sad now. <laughs> I mean, I think we're going in on Oklahoma less than our first episode. Our that's first true. Attempt. Yeah, that's we true. We were just roasting this place. And now we're not, we don't even have to roast it because it roasts itself. Yeah, I feel like I'm being a little more objective about how terrible it is, but. that And that's the thing, like, I kept trying to figure out, I was like, all right, how can I, like, you know, add some comedy or, like, some smiles to this? And I was like, you can't. It's just some real bloody history and some real terrible stuff that's happened. But what else you got, Ryan? So Oklahoma, like I said earlier, uh, is the oil capital of, was the oil capital of the world. Not sure how we place now. I think uh, a lot of oil comes from Russia now. That's why gas prices got so expensive. And uh, but yeah, at the time we were killing it in the early 20th century for oil. And then recently, um, new development in oil extraction, uh, fracking, which is, I believe, where you uh, just shoot extremely high pressure water into the ground to loosen it up. Uh, so that you're able to reach the oil underneath more. I'm oh. not sure technically how how it works, but what I do know is that it causes earthquakes real bad. Yeah, because you're basically messing with like the infrastructure of like the ground, right? Like, yeah, just the stability of the earth. Um, like, we, we there aren't even any fault lines or tectonic plates around Oklahoma yet. From like 2009 to like probably 2018, um, we had earthquakes just all the time here. I remember the first one I experienced. I was like 15, 2010. Uh, it was like midnight. Um, and the whole house house just started shaking. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do I do here? Yeah, I remember there was like a year or two there where it felt like once a month, if not more often than that, I just saw my Facebook feed full of yeah did you guys just feel that earthquake stampede it's, it's crazy because i mean i came from southern california which is you know notoriously known for big earthquakes you have like you know the san francisco one in the 90s and i've i've def i've had i had more ex experiences with earthquakes here in oklahoma in a shorter amount of time than i did ever in california yeah and uh, that's kind of disturbing <laughs> completely man-made too which is impressive we, we shook the earth the whole time the oil companies were just like we we don't know what we have we need to get the oil though and didn't mary fallon say the same thing too she's like oh it's uh, not the fracking you guys are crazy fucking idiots said all kinds of stupid things <laughs> so i don't know more recently they've kind of weaned off i haven't experienced that many earthquakes lately i don't hear people talk about them as much anymore yeah i can't even remember the last time i felt one i mean you'll get like a small one like way out in the boonies every once in a while but you don't hear about like property damage happening anymore Albert is ripping his douche flute. No, I'm not. Uh, and then cattle. Um, like I said, uh, Oklahoma, like early culture was very cowboy based because we uh, did a lot of cattle drives here. It's a good flat uh, Midwestern state. So good for grazing cattle. Um, and a lot of the cattle drives went through this state, even when it was Indian territory. Most of the uh, cattle drivers, most of the major companies had trails that went through Oklahoma. Hmm with their cattle um oh okay there's hey there's positive about oklahoma yeah. we're like right in the dead center so two of the biggest interstates in the country run right through us yeah uh you know what's good with uh you know what you get with uh interstate intersection huh crazy human trafficking God. 
just human trafficking oh, gotta, yeah. out yeah. the ass. We're like number one for that. Top <laughs> we're top we're up 10, there. Baby. We're up there. A lot of big uh, human trafficking corridor. Right I did here. not. I. But I'm trying here, guys. I'm trying to find any positives. <laughs> but before that, cattle trafficking. And to this day, I think we're it, it, we are fifth in cattle production. Hey, top ten, baby. Top ten. Let's go. And uh, the oldest restaurant in the state, Cattleman's, is just a good old steak joint. Is that this is the oldest yeah. uh, restaurant? Is yeah. that the one right here? Uh, no, that's where's Cattleman's down in the. Uh, is there only one Stockyards District? Yeah, where's the Stockyards District? Like I don't know just, anything. Just, I don't. I live here. I don't know anything. Just south of downtown. Oh, the restaurant that you're talking about right around the corner is Steak the Experience. No, not that one. Where they charge like eighty bucks for a steak. Like well, our steak sponsor. I don't know sponsor from that. That place is a front for the mafia. I'll die on that hill. No one's no one's paying eighty dollars for a steak. You're going to Cattleman's if you're going to pay that much money for. But a Ryan, steak. but Ryan, the experience. Fuck the experience. Cattleman's is a cooler experience. That place is like hundred twenty years old. The experience. That place is hundred percent a front for the mafia. Who's going to? I just get mad thinking about that place. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> Silly. All right, Professor Ryan, what else? Let's talk about fun facts of Oklahoma. Please. I'm getting real sad over here. We are the incarceration capital of the world. Ryan, uh, you lied. You lied to me. You lied like Papa. You you looked me dead in the eye and you said uh, fun facts. Not a very, I mean, there's a few fun facts on here. That one was not fun. We're usually at odds with Louisiana for the most incarcerated people. Um which uh, the U.S. is already the most incarcerated. Uh, we have more incarcerated people than anywhere else in the world. Yeah, we have like, by a gigantic margin, we have like the biggest incarceration rate, yeah. right? The U.S. is responsible for 25% of all incarcerated people worldwide. <laughs> and uh, the fact that Oklahoma is so high on that list, it really speaks to the equity of this state for the average person. Because incarceration is driven up by a lack of equity in places. Huh. Like, that's a fact. Huh. It's not really up to debate. Fun facts are right. And that's why America is so highly incarcerated. Very and, not equitable country. And, like, especially, like, the, uh, the Oklahoma County Jail or prison. Oh, yeah. I was going to talk about that. We oh, have okay. the most dangerous jail in the country. Don't, don't, don't people just, like, haven't there been stories of people who just, like, were just lost in the system in there? Yeah, I think right now there's, like, two people who are just lost in there. Like, they're, they're in there somewhere, but there's no, like, documentation or anything for why they're in there. They don't know when they're going to get out. That is horrifying. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, and especially, can you imagine if you got locked up on, like, some BS charge or, like, just something got messed up and you were accidentally put in and then they just lost you? Yeah. Um. I hear people... Everyone I talk to who's ever been to that jail is like, do anything that you can to not go to that jail. Like and, run from the cops if you need to. And we were we were both in news, but you were more on on scene with stuff like that. And I did you ever go to the jail? Like, did you ever get to yeah. see the the how it was like either inside or even just from the outside? Oh yeah, uh, I mean I was inside, but like in the like the like visitor where area, the people whatever. work like in the media room and stuff. Uh, how many people? If you just had to ballpark it. How many people do you think have died inside the Oklahoma County Jail in 2022? We're in October right now, October 2022. How many people? Actually, this article was written in August. How many people do you think died in the first eight months of 2022? Okay, just 2022. Uh, 
Seven. Thirteen. Holy Which is embarrassing. That's so if you if there's oh anything God. you take away from this episode, don't get arrested. Do not fuck around and find out in Oklahoma yeah, County. At least not here. If you're gonna do some fuck shit, go to like No, no, what am I saying? Don't don't do anything illegal. Canadian County would be better. Just don't do illegal stuff. Or at least don't get caught. Eh, don't don't do illegal things in Oklahoma County. Yeah. Or or anywhere. But especially yeah, in yeah, Oklahoma yeah. County. Imagine getting locked up in Oklahoma County for collecting rainwater. Dude, imagine getting locked up in Oklahoma County for weed. Well, yeah. Today. Uh, I think they just give you a ticket now. Unless you have like bricks upon bricks or you like have an illegal grow operation or something. Um, Hmm. But yeah, there was a guy in Oklahoma serving a life sentence for having less than a gram of weed. But I think they pardoned him. Oh, my God. Uh, Pitcher, Oklahoma. You ever heard of that town? picture no i don't think so it's way in the northeast tip um by the panhandle no you said northeast northwest. never west northeast tip up by like missouri oh okay uh it was one of the lead mining capitals of the country uh and then they had to shut it down because people were getting sick and dying at an alarming rate i have okay never mind no i, I have heard of this i think i know the story too. yeah because the uh the generation before boomers use lead basically how we use plastic they were like lead put it in your butter it'll be great (laughs) for you may put hair on your chest or take all of it off i take a shot of lead every morning for breakfast start my day right (laughs) uh so yeah a lot of people died um and the government bought the land bought everybody off who lived there so they could move somewhere else and condemned it uh and it's now a ghost town one of the few places in the country where that's happened there's also Centralia, Pennsylvania, which is what Silent Hill is based off of. Isn't there a town, too, where it's like it's on fire underneath? Yeah, that's Centralia. Oh, OK, cool. Um, which, oh, sorry. Well, yeah, if you go to Centralia, the ground will open up and you'll fall into like a hell pit. Yeah, Google it. It actually looks really badass when you're from the safety of your computer screen. Yeah. Much like um, picture, if you go there, you'll die of lead poisoning. Okay, that's gonna be my next question. Is like, can you go there at all without getting sick? Like, can I don't you just know. drive I've, through? Real quick? I've been researching it the last few days. I've heard, I've heard mixed opinions. Like, some people say you'll be stopped by the state and like told to turn around or ticketed if you mess around there. Other people say like if you just go for the day, you're not in that much danger. It's more about like living there for years that'll kill you. And so you can go, but I've heard that most of the buildings are torn down and all that's really left are the mounds of uh, like mining, like exhausted mining materials that are full of dangerous lead material. All right, I got two questions. Yes. One, when are we taking a road trip to, to pitch here? It's pretty far away. It's like past Tulsa, but I mean, we can, it would Dude, I drive six hours just to go camping in Black Mesa. I'm down for this. Oh, let's go camping and pitch here. Let's not. See if creepy radioactive monsters kill us (laughs) but i would like to go see it and not die from lead poisoning but question number two wasn't there um okay this just goes against everything i just said about trying to make this positive but wasn't there a giant case of like two girls who'd been kidnapped and their bodies were found out in picture i believe so i think that all happened before it got condemned but yeah i think there was a some creep killed two like preteen girls and hit them out there (sighs) okay please tell me there's something fun coming up uh the state vegetable of oklahoma is the watermelon that's fun it's stupid but it's fun definitely not a vegetable but you know how did that happen who okayed that 
Who know. picks that? Who just wait? Hold on. Actually, real question: Who decides what the state stuff is? Probably the Sooners, the people who just got here first. <laughs> Some idiot like ran in front of the land run, and he was like, "State vegetables, a watermelon. You, you can't do that. I was here first. Fuck you." Isn't the state fruit a watermelon too? State fruit is strawberry, I which is at least it's actually a fruit. It's yeah. a start. Yeah. Um, Why I a mean, watermelon? There's probably some dork that'll be like, actually, a watermelon is technically a vegetable because it has seeds or something. So strawberries. They're berries. I don't know. Oh, I guess those are on that. No. What? I don't know. I'm stupid. I can't argue much. I, I stopped trying to make sense of this state long ago. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> uh, let's see. Have you ever heard the phrase going postal? <sighs> yes. That originated in Edmond, Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest uh, mass shootings to happen. One of the first in America. Uh, this guy was a pioneer in what would later become a very popular trend. This postal worker walked into God. his job with two handguns and killed quite a few of his co-workers. Um, when I used to work in news before TV news, when I worked in a newspaper, I actually interviewed the guy that was the substitute postmaster of that post office the day that that happened. Whoa. It was interesting. He Wait, was like there. How long ago was it? It was like the 90s. Um, oh, my God. It was that recent? Yeah. 19. Oh, it was 1986. That's still fairly recent. Oh, I uh, guess it's like 40 years now, but still. 14 people were killed. God. And then the gunman killed himself. Just walked in with akimbo 1911s. And yeah, now that is where the phrase going postal comes from. Yikes. Do we have... Ryan, just tell me now. Do, is there anything you're going to read that's like, hey, we did that, but like for in, in pride? Uh, oh, God. Man. All right, let's just keep going. <laughs> I'm going to try and keep... I mean, we got some cool people. I, you know, things to do. The things to do section is coming up. I, that's going to be the most depressing one. <laughs> So uh, let's plow through the fun facts. All right. <laughs> the depressing Yeah, facts. we need to like, yeah, just, just get through. Uh, the Oklahoma climate is all over the place. People love telling you here about how wild it is. Um, you can't really make plans. The weather, like you can experience all four seasons in a week, in a day. There was a, when I was in high school, I remember there was a day where it snowed in the morning and then it was like 80 degrees that afternoon. I remember that day. I was, I was just trying to go home early, but. My plans were soiled as soon as it heated up. Yeah, and I feel like I'm not sure if people are just in denial or if they genuinely are proud of how crazy the weather is here because they're like, oh, yeah, you don't like the weather? Just wait around five minutes. And I feel like it's a coping mechanism Cope. to deal with the fact that it sucks here as yeah. far as the weather is concerned. It's also windy as fuck. I, I get so angry sometimes. Me too. <laughs> okay, so I'm glad that's not just me. I get furious. <laughs> Like, yeah. when, like when we were in college, I'd be walking to like my class and the wind is just attacking me. And Dude, then yeah. I'd just be sitting at my desk just vibrating in fury <laughs> like the fucking wind. Yeah, I've been like trying to set up a camera shot before and the wind is just blowing directly down my microphone and like shaking the camera, blowing my tripod over. I get so mad. See, uh, OK, yeah, you, you had reasons to get mad. I just got mad at the wind. I was like, fight me, wind. Yeah. You know what it is? It's because my hair is very difficult to deal with. <laughs> And once I get it where it needs to be, I need to stay there. And the wind does not allow that. You could say I'm aerodynamic. Yeah. Cope. <laughs> <laughs> so the weather in Oklahoma is terrible. 99% uh, of the time. Yeah. So 
because it gets cold here, but it doesn't quite get freezing. Um, like it'll get to freezing, but it usually hangs out right around like 30 to 32 degrees. And so because of that, most of the time that we get any kind of winter weather, <laughs> it's usually described, the weathermen usually describe it as a wintry mix. And really what mm. it is, is just pure ice. We get ice storms here like a motherfucker. Yeah, dude, they're insane here. Like they knock down power lines, like they break trees. Our infrastructure is brought to its knees like at least once every four years. Oh, the people here do not know how to drive when they don't even know how to drive when it's raining. No, the people, much less when there's ice on the road. They don't know how to drive when it's clear and normal <laughs> conditions. True. And listen, if you're from Oklahoma and you're hearing this and you're getting upset, learn to drive. Yeah, learn to drive. It's like I'm talking about you. If you're offended by what we're saying right now, you're the problem. And we're talking about you. You know who you are. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> uh so yeah our entire infrastructure is just brought to its knees um everything gets coated in ice and like entire trees will fall over um there, there are like whole down. businesses who probably make a decent profit of their or a decent profit margin just from cleaning up after yeah they're called ice storms they're called og and e and they're like, oh, no, there was an ice storm. We have to raise your Ooh. bill by 37% to make up for it. I have my own vices with OG&E, and &E, and I don't, do not want to start. So that's what happens when your entire uh, early state economy is based around oil. Um, eventually, <laughs> monopolies will form and rob everybody of what? all their money. In a free market? No In, way, Cap no way monopolies would start. Really, the end game of this is uh, every time we have like a slight winter storm, uh, OG&E is going to raise the prices just a little bit until we are all just serfs uh, working all day and night so that we can please our oil baron overlords. Oklahoma, where the <laughs> Like, it, 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 we're just going to keep having winter storms. They can't. Huh. Ryan, climate change isn't real. Come on. Dude, eventually our gas bill is probably going to... I think our gas bill here is generally around like... Well, our electric bill, OG&E bill, is generally around like $250, $300. And it's just going to keep going up. <laughs> Jesus. So... And I need some we get, joy. We get ice storms like a motherfucker. Um, also, nobody knows where Oklahoma belongs. What? Like, like you hear a lot of fights... Some people, the majority of people, I think, say Oklahoma is a Midwest state. But I don't know. Like, you get a lot of, I, there's insane Southern accents here. A lot of people oh. call it the South. I, yeah, of, okay, I was trying to figure out what, it, what you were saying. I was like, what else would it be? And I was like, okay, I guess it could fall in the South. Yeah, I've heard it referred to as Midwest. I've heard it referred to as South. Um, I've heard it referred to as uh, Southeast. Like people, what? people lump it in with like New Mexico and Nevada. No, we're way too far east to be yeah. southeast. I think. Wait, I think Oklahoma. No, we're just, way too dead center to be southeast. Sorry. Yeah, I think Oklahoma is just Oklahoma. Like Texas is its own thing. Oklahoma might as well be its own thing too. Yeah, people can't agree on what it is. People can't agree on anything. No, um, I agree. <laughs> I don't feel strongly one way or the other. <laughs> Uh, did you know that tattoos were criminalized in Oklahoma until 2007? Yeah. I yeah. I found that out. Like, I, I got my first tattoo when I was, like, 18. And I think that was 2011, something like that. But, uh, yeah, it was crazy. I remember all these tattoo shops started popping up. And I was like, 
I, I guess I'll get one. And then they, they were telling me about that. I was like, this just became legal. What? Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma is a very like Puritan. We're very far behind in a lot of things. Place. Yeah. But uh, my tattoo artist who did most of my tattoos told me that quote unquote permanent tattoos were illegal. And so. So like you get henna tattoos and stuff? No, like this, he, you can. This dude has been tattooing forever since like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Derek Sharp, friend of the show. Nice. Great tattoo artist. Um, he's been tattooing since like early 2000s and he had a shop like when it was illegal mm-hmm. and their sign just said like non-permanent tattoos because really no tattoos are permanent. You can get them removed one way or the other. Oh, yeah, I guess so. huh? Um, oh, that's a cool workaround. Yeah, that was that was his workaround. He didn't get harassed too much by like the health department or whoever's responsible for that. Um, Who doesn't work? I- the state health department, I believe, is who they have to get their uh, their permit from oh, gotcha. every year. So, do you know what the state beverage of Oklahoma is? I'm gonna guess Dr Pepper. Milk. Oh my, my favorite God. beverage. No, Ryan. I feel perfectly at home when I have a nice, crisp glass of milk. Ryan, you're a grown ass man here in Oklahoma. I've yeah. seen this psychopath. I am a grown ass man because I drink my milk. He. A slice of pizza with milk. You're darn right. And I've never seen anything more disgusting in my life. Delicious. It's not. When you have like slightly spicy foods, like some pizza or like, I don't know, just stuff that's got like a very slight kick of spicy. Did you just, oh, hold on. (laughs) Back up. What? You just said pizza's spicy. No, you, you don't put the spicy pepper on it sometimes. Okay, okay. Like, that's that's different. Yeah. You, you just said when you have spicy food like pizza, like and all I can picture was the meme with the white dude and mayonnaise, and he goes, mayo is spicy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, Ryan, you're really diving into that. <laughs> My gentle Italian tongue. I'm like, mom, mia. <laughs> and so pizza is a spicy. <laughs> But yeah, like if I put pepper on my pizza or just chips and salsa, just something that's like slightly spicy. Hold, okay, hold on. I got to ask then. Do you eat milk or do you eat tacos with milk? I have. Oh my God. But I don't like, it's not like a ritual. Every I, I've seen a psychopath just like chug a glass of milk when he's thirsty. You're darn too. It's not refreshing. It's Yes, it is. Oh my God. Anyway. Do it for the gains. Okay, well now you're speaking my language. I can I can at least back that. Uh yeah, that's one point of pride though. I, I freaking love milk. And I will defend it till the end. And I will continue to call you disgusting savage every day. <laughs> so there's a couple things to do in Oklahoma for fun. Like? Uh there's pretty good hiking. There's there's actually actually, you know what? There's some decent spots for, to go hiking here. Yeah, you got the Wichita Mountains to the south, uh southwest. I just I, went a few weeks ago. I always forget they're south. I always assume it's north <laughs> towards Wichita, Kansas. Oh, nope. And then we start driving south. I'm like, where the fuck are we going? Oh, right. There's also the Wichita Mountains to the southeast in Oklahoma, spelled slightly different. But Wait, really? Yeah. That, it might be pronounced different. It's like what, Ouchita. What's the one we go to? Wichita with a W. Okay. I didn't know there was another one. There's also the city of Wichita in Kansas. And what is it in Texas? There's a Wichita something there too. Is it really? Yeah. So they just they just they're like we really like this name. Dang We're gonna it, keep the Wichitas using are it. so cool. Wichita Falls, that's in Texas. Oh yeah. Wait, what's which one's the original like Wichita? Couldn't tell you. Okay. It was probably a tribe. Um, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Or that sounds like a tribe. 
maybe it was like it a, sounds like a native i mean almost everything here is named after something native yeah it could have just been like a run of land that the natives referred to hmm. as the wichita's or something I don't know. But yeah, there's good hiking. Uh, even in Tulsa, there's Turkey Mountain, which kind of right. Well, it's on the west side, but towards the edge of the west side, uh, there's a really nice mountain, not a big hill in Tulsa. <laughs> that's yeah. Does Is there anything here that qualifies as a mountain? Probably technically the Wichita Mountains, but uh, OK. Mount Scott's pretty tall. It is, which is in the Wichita's. Yeah. Um. So Turkey Mountain, which is basically just a hill, but pretty good hiking on it. Heavily forested. It's nice. I saw the biggest freaking centipede I've ever seen in my ah, life in there. Ah. Like it was like a like stereotypical creepy like oh, movie centipede. No god. One of the big black dudes with ah. like yellowish orange fingers. Terrifying. But he was afraid of me too, so he ran away. I heard they hurt when they bite. Yeah, they have those big ass pinchers, dude. Yeah. So yeah, he got away from me. No, he spared you. <laughs> um oh yeah one time we were hiking and you almost got killed by some buffalo <laughs> we were in the wichita mountains and we we're hiking and well hold on hold on let's let's back this up i, I want to defend myself here <laughs> so yeah you know there's a lot of buffalo bison yeah. out here in uh -huh. the plains yeah and uh you know out in those areas where they're you know protected or whatever they do like they roam free which is cool it's awesome so we're hiking and I what was I doing? What were we doing? We we're walking back from like the yeah. We were walking trail. back from the crab eyes trail. Praise crab. All hail crab eyes. Praise crab eyes. Um, I was. I think we we're just looking forward. Or yeah. no, no. I was looking at you. I was talking to you and then watching forward. Yeah. So I'm looking to my right, then looking forward, looking to my right, looking forward, keeping an eye on where I'm going. <laughs> and eventually, I was like, dude. I yeah. I finally I was looking forward. I looked. I turned to look and talk to you, and you just stopped. And I was like, what are you doing? And you go, dude. I was like, what? And I turn and I, I you can't see it, so I can't give any frame of reference, but maybe like maybe five, ten feet <laughs> away from me is a giant ass buffalo. Big motherfucker. I I, yeah. I they look big <laughs> on pictures, but I, I can't describe like how big they really are in person, they're especially like, when you're close enough to where I could have just like walked up and touched it. Yeah, they're like the size of a like civic. Yeah. Uh, check the Instagram for the picture I took of Albert with the buffalo. Yeah, that will be posted. Go check out Statesman Podcast on Instagram. If you want to see that picture, we'll post it up there. But yeah, it was, uh, and it, it and the picture doesn't even do it justice either. Uh -huh. It looks so much further away in the picture than it did. You should have wrote it for the picture. I, I just remember freaking out because I hooked <laughs> you and I was like, I just stopped moving. I was like, maybe it's like a T-Rex. And if I don't move, we'll be fine. I was like, Ryan, what do we do? Dude. And you're like, there's no rocks around. If that thing charges, <laughs> we got to run. And then God chooses from there. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, we were, it was up to the buffalo if we live or not, because there was nothing we could do. So we, we <laughs> yeah. took some pictures. It's very humbling to be in a situation where you're like, wow, my life is dependent on this creature and whether it decides it wants to fuck some shit up today or not. Luckily, he did not. He chilled. They're, they're he, he, I think he gave giants. me a look and he was like, you're not good, man. It. We're both brown. You're cool. <laughs> and he just let me on my way. Um, thankfully, I'd run there, though, because there's a good chance I would have just walked into one of those fuckers. Um, no, they are very, they are they look so cuddly. Well, one of them, a different time I was down there in the Wichita's hiking. One of them uh, with a friend of the show, Mike Ipong. Shout out Mike and Mike. One of them straight up charged my car. And if I didn't floor it, he would have like flipped us over because I have a Civic. In his defense, you just said they're about the same size. He was probably like, fuck you, Civic. You think you're better than me? A word. <laughs> so yeah, good hiking here. Um, if you look out for the buffalo and centipedes. Uh -huh. 
We also got some pretty cool museums. Uh, I can attest to the National Banjo Museum. <laughs> Place is rad. It's where my fiance got me my banjo. Nice. Shout um, out Caitlin Ogle, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Caitlin Ogle. <laughs> does our uh, intro thing. Um, there's the 45th Infantry Museum, which is uh, infantry in the army. The ones who uh, liberated a lot of concentration camps in World War II. Oh, they nice. uh, liberated Sicily and they stormed Hitler's bunker in uh, Berlin, I think. Oh, cool. And so we have a lot of like Hitler's personal artifacts here in Oklahoma because of that. <laughs> Whoa. I have been to the Infantry Museum. I looked into a mirror that Hitler used to look into to comb his little mustache every day. Did you did you feel his essence? I felt his vibes. Oh, I felt very hateful when I looked into the mirror. <laughs> his vibes were fucked. I have also seen, I, I don't think I touched it, but I have laid eyes on Hitler's personal copy of Mein Kampf. Whoa. I felt I, I had bad vibes there. Yeah, I would I would think so. Like his <laughs> own... Like, that's the one he read every night before bed. Yeah, it was, like, in his bed stand when the 45th stormed his bunker. I didn't see that at the museum. Uh, the guys who showed it to me didn't want me to say where it was because it'd be a bad look for the institution that does own it. But, yeah, yeah. it's in Oklahoma. Good luck. Uh, what other? We have the Museum of Osteology, which is just bones. Uh, pretty cool. The Woody Guthrie Museum in Tulsa. I've never been to it, but I really want to go. I freaking love Woody Guthrie. Nice. Um. We have the Cowboy Museum. That one's pretty cool. Yeah. I've only yeah. been once. Yeah, we do. Uh, it's all right. They have some cool stuff there. They had a tattoo exhibit recently, but I think it's gone now. Oh, name. Um, there's also sports. You could get, get the family, <laughs> go to a OU or OSU football game or a Thunder game. Yeah. It's pretty much all I got on that. We're not. Um, this is the Statesman podcast, not the Sportsman podcast. Oh, Tulsa has the gathering place. That place is pretty cool. It does. Yeah, which they did not have when I lived there. Uh, back then, that area is just where you go to smoke meth. But now it's this really cool outdoor park called the Gathering Place. I've been there once, and I've never wanted to be nine years old more in my entire life. Fun fact, they won't, as far as I know, they won't stop adults from playing on stuff. No. Um, so go for it. Because I, re not recently, I guess it's been like a year now, but I went up there, um, and we just turned into nine-year-olds. Yeah, but it'll never be as fun as when you're actually nine years old and you have the full function of your knees and your ankles and stuff. Well, that and you, you feel a lot less awkward running around with a bunch of nine year olds when yeah. you're 29. So <laughs> I, I did get some shocks of reality when like I'd be playing on the jungle gym and a kid like was like, can I go next? And I was like, <sighs> if you can, yeah, I'll fight you for it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, one v one me for it. Let's see. <laughs> uh, there's also Route 66, which runs through Oklahoma. It's I've been told it's a big deal. It's not. I mean, it's it's like if, if you just want to go for a drive, it's not bad. It's like a big yeah. open long stretch of road. And that's and cool. But it's historical. It's what it what it, it ran from like Chicago to California. I have no a big idea. chunk of it goes through Oklahoma. Um, it runs alongside I-40 going west because I remember I was coming back from Albuquerque once and I was like, what's this shitty little road next to the highway that we're on? Oh, it's Route 66. Yeah, we have the longest stretch of Route 66. For what that's worth. Uh, Pops is on Route 66. It is. If you want booger flavored to, soda. I might go to Pops today and get some booger flavored soda. Hmm. Booger, flavor, booger flavored pop. And then uh, you also get to see a lot of the uh, emptiness that is Oklahoma. Yeah, you do. The round barn, the, the circle barn is up that way. Do you know why the owner of the circle barn went insane? Uh, circles are crazy. Because he couldn't find a corner to be in. 
Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Another thing to do in Oklahoma is there's apparently an observatory in Shawnee. Yeah, I just learned about this there. Um, I'll have to double check. I, shoot. I, I didn't realize you were going to bring that up. I should have looked <laughs> up the name. Um, you know, you know more about it than I do. Yeah, there is an observatory with a, I believe, a NASA approved telescope. Right. Um, and as far as I know, it's completely free to use. You do have to get in contact with the owner of the institution. I think it's in a college. Um, you can just contact and reach out either by phone number or email and basically set up a time slot to come in and you get to look through the telescope. And if you're a nerd about space like me, it is awesome. <laughs> it's so cool to be able to see, you know, to be able to look through a powerful telescope like that and really get a glimpse at, you know, space, but it's also Oklahoma. So some nights you're going to go out there and it's going to be completely overcast and you can't see a fucking thing. Well, that happens everywhere. <sighs> yeah, but it's in Oklahoma. It could be completely bright, open, sunny. No, nope, yeah. not a cloud in sight. And then you get there two hours later and it's like, hey, yeah, it's storming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least there's not a lot of light pollution out by Shawnee. No, yeah, it's 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 very clear out there, actually. There's a lot of, actually, that brings up, oh, what's next on your list? Because I want to add something. If I was just going to talk about some famous people. Okay, real quick. One last cool thing to check out in Oklahoma. Black Mesa, up by the Panhandle, which I know what that is now. <laughs> um, it's, I think, it's one of the darkest spots in America. Um, a lot of astrology astronomers uh will go out there i get the names mixed up a lot of uh, 19 year old white girls will go out there to feel the vibes no, a lot of neil degrasse tysons will go out that way um and bring their powerful telescopes and i'm telling you if you live in oklahoma and you've never been to black mesa i highly suggest it if you just want to get away from a little bit it, it, it's out in the middle of nowhere there is no light for miles um there's a lot of good camping spots there's a couple small hiking trails out there but as soon as the sun goes down you can see the, the sky's just painted white with stars. Right. You can see the Milky Way. It is gorgeous. If you haven't been out there yet, I highly suggest go go take a trip to Black Mesa. You owe, you owe it to yourself. Rad. Yeah. I want to go. Dude, let's go. <laughs> so we have a couple famous people uh -huh. who uh, left Oklahoma to become famous, make something of themselves. <laughs> let's see. Will Rogers and Wiley Post. Um, they're... You hear those names a lot. All I really know is that they were like vaudeville acts in the early 20th century. What did you call me? What? What? What is it? Vaudeville act. What? Vaudeville. You know what that is? No. It's kind of the art of uh, just getting on a little stage and like it's just a traveling like entertainment act. Like oh. Variety show. You just get on stage and kind of tell your life story with. A and they named airports slang. after these guys? Yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah. So two of the biggest airports in Oklahoma City. There's Will Rogers and Wiley Post, both of which died in a plane crash oh. in Alaska together. Seems like bad taste. Yeah. I think there's another one, too, somewhere. Wait, so they were just like died in a plane crash. entertainers. Yeah. And yeah. they got airports named after them? Yeah. And dude. Air Force bases. Or That's and it. Air Force. Yeah, Will Rogers Air Force Base. Is that another thing? Am I thinking the airport? I don't think so. There's never Vance and oh Tinker, never mind Tinker. I was thinking of the airport. Oh my god, <laughs> so stupid. Um, yeah, I couldn't tell. I mean, he Will Rogers was just like a traveling like cowboy act. That's about all I know. That's kind of cool. You also have Bill Hader from Oklahoma. Bill Hader's from Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, my fiance would leave me in a heartbeat for Bill Hader. She freaking loves that guy. I would leave anybody for in a heartbeat for <laughs> Bill Hader. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you also have Brad Pitt from Oklahoma. He was. He he was on a yeah. He he went to Oklahoma. 
he was from Oklahoma. Yeah, and then he met Thelma and Louise and left Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, Megan Mullally from Who? Will and Grace, the chick with the funny voice from Will and Grace. The redhead or I Ron Swanson's so. wife? Both. Wait, they're both from here? What? No, he. they're the same person. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> um, I think they do. I think Nick Offerman does have a house with Megan Mullally somewhere in Oklahoma City. I've hmm. heard. I want to meet him. He's, he's the man. He does seem like the coolest dude. Yeah. Maybe someday friend of the show, Nick Offerman. Imagine if we got Nick Offerman on the show. <laughs> Nick Offerman, if you're listening, please. Please bless us with your satiny tones of your voice. Woody Guthrie is from Oklahoma. Nice. Uh, the father of American folk music. Well, I don't know if I call him that, but uh, I guess protest songs. The father of protest folk music. Nice. Um, old school socialist, badass. Uh, this machine kills fascists. I wish I knew more about him, but I haven't been to the museum in Tulsa. Someday. We should take a trip out there. We should. We can go get lead poisoning and sulfur. Dude, okay. We'll I, I could way. really do want to kind of go check out Pitcher. Or Pitcher, not sulfur. Um, yeah, it'd be rad. I think it's just a few hours past Tulsa. We could go camping on one of the dangerous lead mounds. Okay, no, no. See, that's you're taking it too far. I want to go <laughs> check it out. I do not want to stay there and inhale all the lead. Last person is Garth Brooks. Woo! Uh, from Oklahoma. I mean, Here he's got old... some friends in some low places. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like pop country. I like country music, but not pop country. Is he pop country? Yes. Garth Brooks is pop music. I only know two songs by him. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I know The Dance and I know Friends in Low Places. <laughs> we, uh, friend of the show, Jacob Guthrie, has been to one of his concerts. He did this cool concert in like a really small bar, very limited. Oh, it's available. Man. And Jacob was there. Um, was it awesome? I, from what I've heard, yeah. Damn it. I would honestly, okay. I would love to see Garth Brooks live. Yeah, I'd love to see. I don't know uh, if they let me into the places where Garth Brooks would play, but I would love to see Garth Brooks live. I'd love to see Chris Gaines live. Chris Gaines, Chris Gaines, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines was Garth Brooks's weird, like, emo alter ego. Oh, he did yeah. In the 2000s. I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that's just what happens when you make, like, a billion dollars off of your music. And I you're for, like, yeah. where else do I go from here? He had, like, an alter ego that was, like... Very emo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dude. Chris Gaines. I hope Chris Gaines is at When We Were Young Fest. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably go. <laughs> Well, do you have any other? I, okay, we there was a lot of downers in this episode. Yeah, I this, really want to end off on a high note. The state's a downer. It really is. Is there any positive like note we can sign off on this without? Hmm. What? Okay, actually, let's. Uh, here's an idea. What is your? <sighs> I'm scared to ask this question because it might just lead to more downers. What's your favorite thing in Oklahoma, or what's your favorite thing to do? Thing to do hike. Okay. Got some decent hiking here. Yeah. And you don't have to go too far for you. I mean, which does like nah. an hour away. Yeah, I can get OKC. to most of my hiking spots in like an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, it, yeah, I, watch out for rattlesnakes, though. They'll get you. Yeah. I mean, that happens everywhere. In most places. Yeah. There's always something. <laughs> okay. So good hiking. Um, like Black a, Mesa again. I can't say enough good things about Black Mesa. I love it out there. They take really good care of that park. It's a good launch platform to get to other real places. Because we're yeah. right in the middle, so you, you can know get what? to pretty much anywhere in like ten hours. Yeah, there's, that's that's actually a big positive. Is you could it's cheap here, so you could like buy a house somewhere in the city or you know one of the surrounding suburbs, and then you could just live here for cheap and have extra money to travel to other places because you're in the dead center. You can drive 
everywhere or wherever um or you can fly somewhere right out of the middle so you know if you like to travel it's probably a decent place to live because it's it's cheap and you have easy access to everywhere else yeah boom boomer <laughs> yeah. all right man. you have any other comments on oklahoma no i can't it's... wait to do other episodes about real places yeah well <laughs> next episode we got uh your hometown iowa iowa the, the town of iowa the corn husker what no what's iowa what are they just i don't know corn capital uh corn belt state cone who's the corn huskers uh, it might be someone in Iowa. Oh, that's Nebraska. Fucking Nebraska. Let me tell you about Nebraska's <laughs> shitty corn. They think they have the best corn. They do not. All right. Well, Ryan tells me all about the uh, the corn industry and how Iowa is king. Uh, just just want to thank you for tuning into this episode of the Statesman Podcast. We will be back next week, and we're going to be talking about Iowa. Ryan, I don't know how to sign off. It's Cohen. It's Cohen. <laughs> we'll see you next time.